Hello, welcome to The Update. I'm Abby Smith. More Australians are in work and earning higher wages, according to new data released by the federal government. Treasury analysis shows 330,000 new jobs were created over the past year, making it the fastest growth rate since the 1970s. On average, full-time wages have increased by $1,000, but for some, the extra money is absorbed by the rising cost of living. Federal police are slamming Russia, accusing authorities of not helping them close in on those responsible for a major cyber attack. AFP Commissioner Rhys Kershaw says his agency briefed Moscow on the individuals and groups responsible for the Medibank hack, but there's been no assistance. The sensitive data of thousands of the insurance customers were leaked online in the breach last year. Meantime, police are looking for a man accused of glassing another 40 fan at the MCG during the Dreamtime at the G-Match on Saturday night. Ten people were evicted from the ground in separate incidents, including a man who ran onto the field late in the game. Anthony Albanese is back home after attending the G7 summit in Japan. He hosted a meeting of quad leaders after this week's meeting had to be cancelled. Advocates are demanding more money to be spent on eating disorder research as data reveals other mental health conditions receive more. A study by Research Institute Inside Out has found per capita eating disorders receive 10% of the funding for depression. Anorexia is the most deadly mental illness and one of the most costly to treat. Researcher Emma Bryant says more studies could improve patient outcomes. We need more research to understand what's happening to people that receive treatment because currently we have we still have high rates of relapse and chronic illness and that's reflected in the fact that only four studies in the last 13 years were funded to develop new treatments. And there's major concerns many community sporting clubs are facing extinction due to rising cost of living and falling revenue. Patrick Walker from the Australian Sports Foundation says one in five clubs are on the brink of collapse. Being faced with rising costs, a lack of volunteers, and we all know how important that is for community sport, and challenges to participation, particularly in teenage participation. And the result of all that is that around 20% of all clubs surveyed are considering closure, which would leave a massive hole in community life. Entertainment and sport next. Collingwood has moved to the top of the ladder with a 28-point win over Carlton at the MCG. Coach Craig McRae says the first half was key to their results. You don't realise at half-time, but the work done at half-time is, is the end result. Um, you just never know how games are going to progress, but yeah, I think the way we set the game up in the first half is... Yeah. Obviously, the reason why we got the job done. In yesterday's other games, the Saints came away with a 12-point win over the Giants, while the Hawks smashed the Eagles by 116 points. In Super Netball, the Swifts beat the Magpies 85-56, while the Fever beat the Firebirds 97-63. In NRL, Tino Fasamalui has put his Maroon selection at risk during the Titans' 20-18 loss to the Bulldogs. He was placed on report for a lifting tackle and could get further attention after his forearm struck Reed Marnie. Manly has surprised many by smashing Canberra 42-14. And in tennis, Daniil Medvedev has taken out the Italian Open with a straight sets win over Denmark's Holger Rune. The tennis attention now shifts to the French Open. Andy Murray is the latest big name to pull out of the tournament. In entertainment news, it seems Taylor Swift could be in love again just a few months after her split from her ex-boyfriend. She's told fans at one of her recent concerts in the US she's the happiest she's ever been. It's not just a tour, it's like, I don't know, I just sort of feel like my life finally feels like it makes sense. Taylor is now in a relationship with 1975 singer Matt Healy.
Beyonce and Jay-Z have made the history books, but not for their music this time. The A-list couple have shelled out $200 million for a new home in California, the most expensive home ever sold on Billionaire's Row. Previous owner and builder William Bell had had a $1 billion art collection inside. And Downton Abbey is set for a comeback eight years after the final credits rolled on the TV show. There's plans underway to revive the series, with many of the stars set to return. Downton Abbey ran for six seasons from 2011 and followed the Crawley family and their staff. It came back on the big screen last year. And that's the latest from the Nova podcast team. We'll see you this afternoon for another episode of The Update.